Like, I told my mom I loved her today. I told your mom I loved her today. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> Are you laughing? Because I can't hear anything. Hello. No. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> no, is I she know. like... Um, uh, hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, okay. So, I know. So, last week's intro was not like an intro intro. It was like our review of... Um, the Last of Us. Last of Us. So, I have a list of things that have been going on in my life. And I know that we don't have all day. So I'm just going to read this list and I don't want you to react until I get done and then we can (laughs) discuss the And then I can ask questions? Yeah. Okay. Because like otherwise we'll stick on one and we'll just go on for 45 minutes. Okay. I literally have a list of 15 things that are going on in my life currently and in my brain. So I'm just going to like rapid fire read them. Okay, and then leave me uh, questioning. Yeah. A little room for questions at the end. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, on the count of three, the presentation will start. I mean, we're going to start three, two, one, not one, two, three. Who does it? Anyway, three. Oh, you're two. a three, two, one-er? Yes, I'm a three, two, one. Oh, I'm a one, two, three-er. Oh, God. Are we, we different? Go. <laughs> How many yeah, times a week do we say we different? <laughs> Literally polar fucking opposite. Okay, on the count of three, one, two. Uh, I'm thinking about taking out my birth control. I have an outfit for this weekend that is very different than anything that I typically wear, and I'm really excited but also nervous for it. Low-key catching feeling for this man in Florida. Work is phenomenal. The weather is phenomenal, but it makes me want to make bad decisions. Um, I woke up in a phenomenal mood this morning. Um, Confession, I definitely restarted my Netflix. Don't come for me. Um, I picked out everybody's Christmas presents the other day. I might spend $280 on sunglasses. I cannot wait to go to zoo. I'm considering moving to Florida. I put Pandora on shuffle, changed my life. Um, there's a guy on Love is Blind who lives in Portland. I for sure have seen him on Hinge. And my tags and my driver's license are currently expired and I keep forgetting that my License is expired, and I'm driving a little bit reckless for that. Um, One of our friends is having a baby, which means I am now buying more newborn baby stuff. And it's low-key the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. Presentation over. Okay, so is it it my question time? Yeah, go ahead. Can I start going in? Because we got a short amount of time. Do we want to start at the top or the bottom? No, my brain, the ones I remember. So... (laughs) Let's start with the love is blind. Let's start there because that's the one that like I remember last. So love is blind. I haven't watched it, so don't give me any spoilers. But they're important. It's filmed in. They're filming in Seattle, but there's a handful of people on there who live in Portland. Okay. And there's a guy on there who lives in Portland, and the entire time I've been watching this, I'm like, this man looks so familiar to me. Okay. Like I have seen him somewhere. There was something about this man that I like. I have seen this man today 
when I was watching an episode, it hit me in the face like a fucking brick. I have seen his profile on Hinge. Did you swipe right? I don't remember. I just know I've seen it on there. Is he swipe writable? I mean, maybe. Alright, alright. Play- That's very interesting, though. I'm not- yeah. What is this? Such a random connection to a stranger. Yeah. Okay. Like, I had, I went to his Instagram page, and I was like, oh, I have seen these photos. <laughs> like, damn, I, I'd seen you. Right. Okay. So that crosses off Netflix and Love is Blind from the list. No, it does not, bitch. Because if you restarted Netflix, I'm coming straight for your ass. If you restarted Netflix, you better send back that fucking, what was that brand? That sweater that you bought? The oh, Rihanna Fenty, did the clap. My Fenty sweater right Your here? Fenty sweater. Send that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> right Remember, we decided it was Netflix for the Fenty no, sweater. but I think I'm going to pause my HBO Max. Okay. Because they're the same price. They're going to do what I I'm doing? like I have not watched anything on HBO Max since I finished The Last of Us. Like, I keep going to it and going through it, and I'm like, I don't want to watch any of this. So you're going to do what I'm doing and switch back and forth whenever it's relevant? Yeah. So you're only paying for one? Smart. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, There just can't be any other confessions about how you're adding more subscriptions to your life, like a $250 pair of sunglasses. Throw that out the window. I don't even got a question. Throw it out the window. I don't care how cute they are. Okay, next one. I'll have them what are you forever. wearing? I don't care. I don't want to tell you yet. I want to surprise you. Okay. I won't ask any questions. But, I'm excited. Okay. Well, don't tell me. Well, don't say you're no, not no, going to no. tell me. And then I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you the context of leading up to this. The other day, okay. well, actually, this whole week, the sun has been out. Yes. And I left work on Tuesday. Yes. And I wasn't ready to go home. Okay. And I was like, this weather, the sun, I need to make a bad decision. So I went to Target. <laughs> Bad decision, number one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm originally, I went because we have a baby shower in like a month. Yeah. So I was going through her registry and seeing what Target had. By the way, a lot of the stuff on her registry cheaper at Target than on Amazon. It doesn't surprise me. So I bought a ton of stuff. I did buy your child something Ooh. to... I love it. It was on. They had a lot of baby stuff on clearance. Um, and then I was just kind of looking around. And I was like, "Dang!" Like they have all their summer clothes out. And I said, "You know what? I'm gonna grab a bunch of these things that are the same type, of, like category of clothes, but different." And I took them all into the dressing room and I tried on a shit ton of stuff. Oh, you actually tried not clothes something on? I do. Yes. Oh, for one context, thing I did have the... to order. One thing I did have to order online. And it came, it showed up yesterday, but I didn't open it until today. And I'm in love with it. I love this. So I'm reaching out. I'm changing my style for the summer. Kudos to Target for having you in the dressing room trying on clothes. Where are you? I hate trying on clothes. I mean, who likes it? I like playing dress up, but when it comes to like buying clothes, I hate that shit. 
But I was talking okay. to one of our other friends, and I said, I feel like I changed my hair style and color, and it just, like, changed my whole personality. So now I need to change my wardrobe. I agree. Your, board, your wardrobe is boring, anyway. It is. Um, Like, it's you've gotten comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I need to get uncomfortable for a minute. Yes, I agree. I agree. Especially if you're going to go attempt to move to Florida. Listen, this is, like... <sighs> It's not logical. It is not logical in my brain. But, like, I literally have been talking to this man every day. Like, he texts me every morning. Okay, so that that should have been the first update. We started texting every single day. Because last time we talked about this, you said, I like that there's no expectations. I mean, I don't expect it. And we can go, like, he'll text me in the morning, I'll reply... And then we won't say a word to each other until I'm getting ready for bed. Okay. But, like, when his name pops up on my phone, I see a jittery? little bit. A little bit. Like, I get a little excited when I see his face on my phone. But it's also, like, if I'm at work and his name pops up on my phone, I'm ignoring his message until I get home. Like, I'm not like, I have to text him right now. Right. Like, it's not that kind of, but I am, like, getting excited to talk to him, and I don't uh-huh. like it. He did send me a Snapchat of his neighborhood the other day. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, oh, nice, neighborhood? nice as fuck. <laughs> I was like, shit. I mean, he he makes a lot of money. Uh-huh. He drives, like, a brand new car. This is nice-ass neighborhood. Not that far from the beach. Still Florida. You're not convincing me. But the whole Florida thing. Right, it is still Florida, so. Can y'all move to somewhere in a nice neighborhood closer to a different beach, maybe? (laughs) Maybe not one on the coast of Florida. I did ask him the other day if he's ever seen a manatee in real life. What'd you say? He hasn't. Interesting. How many gators has he seen in his life, then? I don't know. I didn't ask him that. What was that alligator guy that died? Steve? Steve Irwin. Yeah. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Ask him if he feels like he's going to be the next Steve Irwin. Just wrestling gators out here. (laughs) Wrestling? Don't say that. (laughs) That's all I think about when I think of Florida. Swamps, mosquitoes, bugs that are bigger than my hand, and alligators. Let me cross cross my sunglasses off the list since you said I can't have them. Yeah. Come on. Oh, we've talked about my outfit. What's next? I feel like... You Birth control, work, today. weather, mood. I'm, work. I'm glad Christmas. it's going good, though. Um, work is going great. That's all I need to know. I don't care about the details. Okay. You didn't yell at anybody. That's all. That's what I heard. <laughs> um, what? Why are you taking your birth control out? Because you're trying to have Floridian babies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I just was... Um, I'm thinking about going back to the gym again. And I... Sorry, I understand really that birth like, control is like the number one leading weight gain or right like when i started when there? i started birth control when i was 23 years old i was a size nine and i was like 160 pounds birth control is trash and now i'm like twice that and when we were going to the gym five days a week for two years mm-hmm. i didn't lose a single pound i mean that is true you were not any less dedicated than I was. 
Right. Like, we were going to the gym five days a week for two hours. We were both eating very healthy. Mm-hmm. And didn't lose a single pound. Dude, so take I've, it out. I'm convinced it's the birth control. So, I'm thinking about... And it's technically, it's expired anyways. I don't even know why that's a thought. You should have just made the appointment. Because <sighs> it's going to hurt. It's not. It is. Yeah, but it's in the long in run, my uterus. Yeah, it's but it'll gonna be so hurt. Worth it. It'll be so worth but, it. But right, the long term. I also like I haven't had a period in seven years. It's a transition, bitch. Let me tell you. It's a fucking transition. You know what I'm not because excited your body about? Has to catch up. Right. I feel like I'm gonna bleed for like two months. You one thing that I mean, you might. One thing that I did realize is like a normal feeling that took a while for me to wrap my head around was when I was on birth control my body dysmorphia was because like I would eat a big burrito or Mm -hmm. my body would be like backed up in a sense not like I didn't poop but like I would just be like full to the brim with just like shit in my body now my feeling of like body dysmorphia is more so my body is actually changing, not me just feeling like a hot air balloon. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Like now, like I can tell, like when I'm bloated, when I'm right. having skinny days, when I like what water does to my body, what like, I feel like. Yeah, because birth I control, don't. I feel like birth control is almost like nicotine. Nicotine like takes away a lot of your senses. Mm-hmm. It masks certain things that you should be able to experience, like smells, right. tastes, touches, whatever the case is. Birth control is the same exact fucking way. Well, yeah, like, I drink a lot of water throughout the day. But when there's days that I don't drink water, I don't feel any different than the days that I'm drinking cold water all day long. The moment if, I took my if birth If I control, eat a salad or if I eat a fucking steak dinner. I don't feel any different. That was the biggest, obviously, other than like having a period, that was like the biggest thing. The food and things that I put into my body, I could feel it changing my body just versus having, just feeling like on a scale of one to 10, just like a seven on feeling like shit, you know? Right. All the time. Like I would have this consistent like numbness feeling Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize I was having until I stopped taking it. Right. And my body weaned itself off of the birth control hormones and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, month eight, I was like, this is what my body is supposed to fucking feel like. Yeah. So. See, and I feel like, because you got on birth control really young. Yeah, I was, like, 15. See, I didn't start taking birth control until I was 23. And I started on the pill. That's really when I gained a lot of weight was on the pill. And I feel like I just cried every fucking day. Well, and the pill is known for right those for weight gain and like emotional instability. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, it was it was bad. But I'm thinking about it. It's a thought. Yeah, I definitely would. I'll make an appointment, then you have to go with me. I will go with you. I tell okay. me ahead of time and I'll actually go with you. Okay. Because now 
I was like a, I feel like I was a brick wall when I had my birth control and like my emotions were very like flat. My, the way I felt my body was very flat. I don't have a problem with the emotional part of it, but you know. But you might have a better control of it. Well, you that's true. Like this directly affects this. Yeah. Like, this besides saying like maybe my hormones are going crazy, you know. Right. So it might be able to help that's your true. body in every single way, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I support the being off birth control shit. Support yeah, this. Um. So let me know when we're gonna go. Okay. And then what was the uh weather? My mood. Christmas, the zoo, the zoo we're going, and I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited, y'all. This weekend, um, we're taking my son to the zoo for the first time. I'm so excited. I cannot like literally when we talked about it on like Monday. I was like, "Is it fucking Friday yet?" Like, <laughs> I'm ready for this week to be over. And uh, I think that's part of why I've been in such a good mood is because I have something to look forward to this weekend. And it's supposed like, to be I'm nice so as hell. Excited. No, it's the sun. It's the sun. It's the animals. Yeah. It's the sweet little chunky face. I can't it, wait. It went from snowing to just dumping buckets for three steady weeks to being 80 degrees in the um, drop of a dime. On Wednesday, that was the first time in like 187 days that portland had hit above 70 degrees 187 days yeah it's a long time yeah trash yeah my son has not experienced sun until this past week either and he's living for it is he living he's for it? Like yeah, he's thriving in the sun. I yes, love it. He just loves it. And he we've been taking him obviously like on longer walks because it's been mm-hmm. sunny and not raining. And he's been front facing in the carrier. So he's just having a fucking blast. Oh, loving great. it too. Had a great week. Oh, also, this coming up Sunday is the last Sunday that our sunrise will be after 6 a.m. Which means our days are getting longer. Yeah, it's going to real real summertime. I'm so excited for the summer. And I think, go ahead. I'll say, I think part of it's the little and doing all these firsts with him. I know. But also, like, I'm just so sick of the fucking clouds and the rain and the cold. I was just about to say, I just want some fucking sun. Like, I haven't been to the desert in a while. I'm missing the sun. Y'all don't understand how hard gray be hidden after a while. You can only see so much rain and so much gray before you're literally drowning. Our city rains so... If you're from somewhere sunny, uh, we probably... How many gray rainy days out of the year does... It's probably equal to our sunny days. Yeah, I would... I would probably <laughs> say it's 60, at least 65, 45. Yeah. It's trash. We need to move. I agree. Maybe to, to Florida. Florida. To oh, Florida. no? No. He no. can meet us in the middle. Somewhere. I already told him he had to move. We did talk about Arizona and he's down. Yeah, we could just meet in the middle somewhere. Has to be somewhere I can have a garden, though. Oh, you can have cactus in Arizona. You can have citrus trees, an avocado tree. 
I love how I get two things, citrus, which I'm allergic to, and avocado. <laughs> Happy for the avocado, but damn, couldn't even. I think you can probably grow mangoes. Oh, my gosh. I and pineapple. Need a garden. Need a garden. I told you, I'm on this new venture of eating better. Did you download the app that I told you to download? Yeah, and your deodorant is trash. Try native. My deodorant? Yeah. I mean, my deodorant. Did you not look at it? It was red, bad, in giant letters. And I put in my... Wait, did you actually download it, though? I have it. Oh, is it because that's the advertisement thing? The deodorant one? Because I didn't actually uh, scan my deodorant. Oh, the picture you sent shows... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was just, like, the actual app itself. I didn't actually scan my deodorant, but I will now that we talk about it. Um, I did download it. I have been scanning... Y'all, it's this app not sponsored but if y'all want to sponsor us i've been using this shit like a motherfucker it's called yuka y-u-k-a with a little carrot and it scans cosmetic or food products you just scan the barcode and it prompts you the good things about it and the bad things about it and on a scale of zero to 100 how good it is for you and then it, it explains why it's bad like how many preservatives calories sugar salt whatever and then it gives you suggestions to have the same thing and with a healthier alternative in this shit i've already been i've actually used the suggestions already i'm just getting everything fine like um, shit at work randomly so like i was at work when you sent this i think mm-hmm. i think i was still at work and i had some garden salsa sun chips for lunch that day because i went to bed really early and didn't pack my lunch the night before mm-hmm. so i just bought some sun chips from our uh, vending machine yeah um they are considered good for this app yeah a lot and of... i was like shit okay yeah because it's me. not it's not based off of like is it junk food or not it's based off of like what's actually in it and that's what i like because i i scanned goldfish today at work because my boss had it and i was showing her the app and i was like mm-hmm. watch this and then she had a little thingy of goldfish there and it was like nine out of a hundred bad and she was like I gotta get this. Um, my body oh, my wash. Why well, I gotta say no? <laughs> my body wash is uh-huh. on the excellent list. I love that. So yeah, I love that. Switch to native. Native, if you're listening. Good Ooh, job. my conditioner mm-hmm. is a 93 out of 100. Yeah, see, that's great. I love so, this. You know, and I feel like this app has been so beneficial. It's the easiest thing. It takes two seconds, literally. So getting healthier has been my obsession right now, y'all. And not healthier like I'm trying to be skinny. Like healthier, just I'm trying to live till I'm... Just like wean out all the old. bad products that you're putting yeah. on your skin and in your body. Right. I ain't trying to be skinny. I mean, I could lose a few pounds. You just but... want to live. Yeah. I just want to live and not die of diabetes. That's all. Okay. Um, um, is that my list? Oh, please, please, for the love of God. Put your music on shuffle when you drive to work. It'll change your life. Everybody. Don't do that. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> no, Put I have it no on doubt. Shuffle. I have no doubt that it's not great because I used to do that when I listened to Pandora. I listen to Spotify now, so I'm not sure how that if they have do that. They have they a... make, I don't know if they have a shuffle, but they mix playlists for you every single day based off of the things you like. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a shuffle. Yeah, right? so I listen to those. But lately, I haven't been listening to a lot of music, if not at work. And I can't put shuffle on at work. <laughs> so, 
bring back your Pandora. <laughs> Redownload Pandora. I have not used Pandora. Find all of your stations from high school. All the ones <laughs> you listened to when you were in your hoe phase. All the I... ones you listen to now. And put that shit on shuffle. <laughs> Has it been, have you just been living for it? Yes. The sun is out and Hitting I'm like all the spots. going hard to these like early 2000s like emo songs. And then, like, a Kevin Gates song will come on. And then, like, a country song. And I was like, this is my life in a playlist. I love that. <laughs> it's phenomenal. I cannot wait to drive the eight hours to your house on Saturday listening to it. Okay, chill. It's, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my list. I, think I was just it. about to ask. Did we touch everything on your list? Oh, my Christmas presents. I found something for you guys for all Christmas. So... I mean, I way to say ahead of the game. At this rate, y'all are gonna be getting like bars of soap. Oh, <laughs> as long as they're on the, as long as they're on the excellent list in the <laughs> app, that's fine. And actually, um, I don't use bar soap, so can you get like a liquid? <laughs> can I make the liquid? Yeah. Can you? Uh, that's too funny. All right. Well, let's get into it then. Okay. Let's get, get into it. This was longer than it should have been. <laughs> Your list was long, bitch. Longer than it should have been. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go. I'm sorry. <laughs> With your okay. Favorite. I just want to insert she hates me right away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get work done and I can't. This is why we could never share. This is why we could never share an office. <laughs> could you imagine? Even if there was like a little wall, like those cubicles, I'd be like, hey, like I feel a, like even like if we were not top. recording, we were just like in the office working on stuff, like you would make like tiny little air- paper airplanes out of post its and throw them <laughs> in your mind, like editing, and you're like, hi, <laughs> fucking rich. I would. Okay, uh, story time. Go on. That was really in my feelings a few days ago. What happened? So, my brother was out of town for work. Mm hmm. Flew in. He was supposed to land in Portland at like 10 o'clock. The day before, my mom comes up to me and goes, well, I'm going to need you to drive me to the airport because I just can't really drive at night anymore. And I said, 10 o'clock, that's my bedtime. <laughs> I, I get up at 4.15 a.m. to go to my job. You want me to drive you to the airport to pick him up? I said, you know what happens every time I have a late flight? I have to figure out my own ride home. Why didn't he use Uber? Good question. Or call one of his friends. Right. I mean, yeah. What? I want to make that's That's not even the worst part. Not even the worst part. At, I think his flight was supposed to land at like 1030. So we were going to leave the house at like 10 on the dot. Mm-hmm. 9.45, my mom sends me a text. A screenshot from my brother's phone. His flight got rerouted mm-hmm. because there was something wrong with the plane. So they landed in San Francisco, which means he wasn't going to be important until 1.30 in the morning. So did you, you did not stay up the whole time. Do you know who had to drive my mom to the airport to pick my brother up at 1.30 in the morning? This bitch. You actually drove him? Yes. So we pick him up. My mom's like, oh, how was your trip? He's like, good, I'm just hungry. And I said, we got food at home. I'm not stopping. <laughs> he said, we got food at the house. 
You turned in the mom? Yes. I was like, I am not stopping anywhere. I have to be up in three hours to go to my job. Wait, did you actually stay up or did you go to sleep first? And then I tried to go to sleep, but I slept like maybe 30 minutes before my alarm uh, got went how off. How annoying. And how then I actually, I ended up going into work late, which like wasn't a big deal. But like, that means I got four hours back. of sleep instead of two. Like, and it makes me so mad because whenever my brother leaves, goes out of town, mm-hmm. he doesn't ask anybody to take care of his dog. He just assumes everybody's going to do it. Same with, like, a ride, to, a ride to the airport. He just texted my mom's like, oh, yeah, my flight's at this time. Just, like, assuming everybody's just like, gonna... Just, yeah, just like, knowing that everyone was gonna drop whatever they And it makes on. me so mad because my mom will do anything for this kid. Like, literally bend over backwards. Whereas, I'm like, hey, I might need a ride to the airport. Well, you're gonna have to find somebody else. You're gonna have to call a friend. Or, like... I'm going out of town. Let me call 12 different borders to see if I can find a place for my dog. That's funny. Like, you just don't, like, you just kind of, like, leave your dog there. No. And I have said things before. Because, like, my brother will just, like, bring the dog downstairs and be like, oh, I'm leaving for a few hours. And I'm like, what is happening? And I go, so Saturday, there was one day I was like, so Saturday, I'm just going to bring Bellfire down here in the morning and then I'm just going to go for the day. And my mom's like, no, you're not. And I go, that's what Tyson does. Why, like, is it different? Why is it different? That's funny. Maybe it's because he it's... just moved in. No, it's because she's obsessed with him and couldn't care less about me. I mean, I feel like if you had a so if you had if you had a brother, I feel like you would understand. I do like the relations. Oh, <laughs> not with your biological mother. No, but the energy is still the same. My brother gets babied like no other. Right. Like mothers and baby. sons will mothers will baby their sons for their entire lives. Like I'm not I doesn't surprise me if my mom goes and wipes his ass. Like I wipe my son's ass, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I will not let you be like <sighs> our generation of parents. I would never fucking be like that. I would never be like but that. But, like, it drives me insane. I feel like... I don't know why that is. But I feel like... I don't know if it's just boys. Or, like, it's the firstborn and boys that I've experienced it with. But, yeah, they're fucking babied. Yeah. Heaven forbid you have a single... This is why I don't want my son to be a single child. But I was like, if you've met a single child that's a boy and like an adult now. I dated one for four and a half years. How was it the I best was, four and a half years was of your life? The worst four and a half years of my life. Exactly, my boy. You know what I the best like part know. was though? Every time we had a fight, mm-hmm. the next time I saw his mom, she would sit me down and ask me questions about things I said to him. That's ridiculous. And I go, Did you Probably. read? Did he like read record text it. message to you like <laughs> mom replied to this for me and i was like what is happening and it happened yeah. constantly I would so it's for it. sure like a mother and son thing i mean okay i get the like a uh, mama's boy thing and i feel like mm-hmm. it is very special like in certain ways but i feel like there is a line that is often crossed with moms and sons 
Yeah. Where like the mom, moms like carry and like coddle their sons till their deathbed. Yeah. Yes. Like the thing keeping the mom alive over is here, like coddling her grown son. And my mom's like, well, you're not a kid anymore, so I'm not your mom anymore. That's what she says to I me. Mean, you're She's like, well, my ki- she goes, my kids are grown, so I'm not a mom anymore. And then, like, my brother stubs his toe, and she's like, do I need to call 911? And I'm over here, like... You want me to kiss it? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? I cook my own dinner. I do my own grocery shopping. You know mm-hmm. what my brother does every day? He goes downstairs and asks my mom what she's making for dinner. That's kind of funny, though. But I think it's how you guys act towards it, though. Like, you tried... You have tried, like, your whole life, even while living with your family, to have that independence. For whatever reason that it started or stemmed from. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you started cooking your dinners. You started being out of the house more. You started doing, like, your own thing, you know? Yeah. While still living in the house. And your brother has been feed me, bathe me. Right. Drive me here. Be every, you know, hold my hand through everything. But then when he moves out, he doesn't need anything. But when he moves back in, he goes right back to it. Are you kidding me? If he moved out of this house, my mom would break down. I feel like she wouldn't leave. She wouldn't get out of the bed for a month. Is he what's keeping her alive right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced of it. Like, <laughs> this is what's hard for me, too, is that, like, me and my mom have a very complicated relationship. There was a lot of things that happened in my childhood Mm-hmm. that as a grown adult woman, I could not imagine ever letting happen to my children. Right. Like just, you're still like getting over things that have right. happened. Like she from, like, made choices. She made choices that caused a ripple effect that she doesn't understand because she didn't live it as a child. She lived it as an adult. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't understand the trauma and she doesn't care to understand it, which is also like something that really irritates me. I feel like that's the flaw. Is not wanting to listen as an older adult. Right. Because if I say anything about it, it's I sacrificed everything for you and I did so much for you. And I'm like, hey, maybe in your opinion you did, but there was a lot of things that happened that you weren't even around for. Mm-hmm. there's a lot like, of things that I dealt with that I should have had my mom with me and I did it like at the end of the day you're still the child talking to your mom and she's right. hearing it like like she's hearing it like I'm a piece of shit not like my daughter's hurting you know what right. I'm saying yeah. like her mindset's like still in the wrong direction yes. like it 100%. should be the other way yeah, that's super like, shitty though like is. especially it's, now that you guys are 30 plus and 60 right. plus how old your mom like i plus? i don't know like i cannot say anything negative about my childhood without her like losing her mind i hate that i feel like currently like in the in 2023 that's a huge like movement i feel is going right now is there's parts of parents in our parents generations Mm -hmm. they were all abusive every single every single one of them like my mom in some sort of way either physical emotional verbal yeah yeah whether they knew they were doing it or not it's simply just the way they were taught to 
teach and parent yeah and Mm -hmm. like you know hold kids accountable and like respect boundaries and like you know it was just a whole different time period and nothing was of how it is now but there's no way I mean every single parent abused kids their kids Mm-hmm. in some way shape or form and I feel that when parents now when their kids are older and like now that we're all between like 25 and 35 like grown adults yeah like we are the example a like I'm a mom like, now you know like we are now in that yeah. position and their grandparents or th- to that age mm-hmm. you should be able to reflect on that and see like the picture of right. a little kid in your head and then you as a 25 year old doing whatever right. like, it was I to should your kid be and able... like oh I was actually a piece of shit. Right like I should be able to look my mom in the eye and say this this and this were choices that you made that had consequences that you weren't around for mm-hmm. and it would be nice if you took accountability for it because again I could not imagine doing the things that she did ever well and even just having like that conversation it might not be where she understands it in the way that you feel it mm-hmm. or vice versa you know like you will never feel how she feels about the decisions she had to make you know right but just being able to have like that open communication now and your mom being able to sit there and be like yo that was me and like i actually fucked up yeah. I can't do anything about that, but like we can talk about it and like we can like I'm I'm here for you now even though I wasn't then, you know. Right. Like that yeah. that conversation alone does fucking wonders. Right. I mean, and yeah, cuz like I didn't have my mom for some of the most important years of a young girl's life. Mhm. Like, like when you were becoming a woman. Right. When I started my period, I was alone. Mhm. I didn't have a mom to tell me what to do. Yeah. I didn't have the internet to search. I mean, yeah. And there's a, a cr- lot of a things. Time. Right. Between like 12 and 14, I feel like are very fundamental, like growth years for women. Mm-hmm. And to not have your mother there by her choice. Well, it's, that's because it's like middle school. Yeah. It's when everything from, like, is like changing. Everyone is treated like little bullies. Right. And then you're expected to not have sex and get pregnant like that. Mm-hmm. You're that's also expected to like, control your emotions because you're not a kid anymore. Right. That's what, I'm saying. That's what they that's tell you. Right. They're like, well, don't get pregnant. Yeah. Like, it was a lot. With the kids. And they're like, go get, don't get pregnant. And you're like, what? The gap? The, 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 to skipping from that to that? Yeah. When I mean, it's hard. Out. Like, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I have my own trauma when it comes to my relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I know people that have like good relationships with their mothers now or from the outside, but there's still things that they're like, God, it's so hard to be around her sometimes. Or like she makes I mean, me so mad sometimes. I feel like I'm on that side of it. Like me and my mom have a very good relationship now. Mm-hmm. Like we have very open communication now. Like if I have a problem or if there's something that's making me uneasy, you know, like I still have to give myself like a tiny bit of a pep talk but it's not I think that's just like confrontation in general you know Mm -hmm. like you just have to prepare yourself for like that conversation but nowhere near like me and my mom don't go like on day-to-day basis and have arguments right like we don't typically butt heads on the daily or use my mom twice today yeah 
see what I'm talking about? Like, we don't have like actual arguments. We don't, we don't have any of that. But there was a point where I was about a middle school, beginning of high school, where like my mom was working a lot. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like my little sister was just just born, so she's a baby. Like, and I was an only child for ten years, so that was a whole right. other thing. Like, there was a lot of like factors to it that I felt like at that exact same time period for you, for me, I didn't have my mom there as much as I wanted, you know, and mm-hmm. that caused me to like rebel out and be like, "Well, I'll just figure it out myself." Right. I'm gonna just do because... everything you don't want me to do because you're not gonna be here anyways. Kind of. Right. And like when you're a kid, when you're not like even though I was like a teenager, I was still a fucking child, right? Right. So like when I'm not getting a hundred and ten percent energy that I had been so used to for so long. Mm-hmm. And I was like, every need wasn't being met, you know? I wasn't thinking, oh, my mom's a single mom. Oh, and she's got an she infant and baby, right? And she's working and she's doing all this by herself. Like, obviously, I'm like, my mom works hard, right? You know, she does a lot of things. But in the moment of my anger, I was still a kid, so I'm not regulating, like right. balancing. Like, my mom has X, Y, Z, K, L, M, N, O. You know, right? Things. It's okay if she can't be here all the time. Whereas in your teenage mind, it's my mom's not here for me, so. Right. Like I'm figuring it out on my own. So there was that. Yeah. So there was definitely a point where like we didn't like me eye to eye on things, Mm -hmm. you know? And then like obviously with having my little sister around, it caused like more tension with just my mom not growing up being taught how to regulate her feelings. Right. Which then when I like was a teenager, I needed more help Mm -hmm. learning how to regulate feelings. And it wasn't there because then she had another kid, you know? Yeah, and see, that is definitely, like, a generational thing where, like, our parents were taught to shut your feelings in. Don't let anybody see you be weak. So now, like, they can't express anything now. Well, and then that's why, like, abuse was, like, they knew that, like, the back of their hand, you know? Right. They're just just passing it down. I mean, they're doing better than the generations before. Right. But it still wasn't good, right? I mean, it was I just couldn't that tell bad you bad before. I couldn't tell you the last time my mom said she loved me. But why is that? You know, what I mean, like what st- what started that? That's my family. Nobody in my family says this, right? Like, does your like grandma when I leave? Say I no, love like, her? when I leave my grandma's, ha- like when I was a kid, and I would leave. It wouldn't be like, "Hey, love you, bye." It would be like, "Drive safe. See you next time." Deuces, deuces right. in the door. Yeah. I mean, that is true, though, because when I when we first met, I would, like, hug you, and you're just, like, like a stiff wall. You're just, like, yeah. Like, why is she hugging me? Yeah. There's, like, uh, no affection. Yeah, your family doesn't have affection. Now that I'm another thinking. thing that's, like, a big issue, because I am an Aries, and I'm very emotional. <laughs> and there's certain things that I need, and I don't get it for my family. And I feel like that, specifically in your situation... You know, when you have so many emotions, I saw, it reminds me of this thing I saw recently, but when you have so many emotions, you have to, like, express them in every single way to, like, release it, right? Right. And that's what caused a lot of blow-ups as a child. Right. So when you can't do anything, you're just, like, a boiling kettle. Yeah. Like, it's just going to start screaming at some point. Like, there's only so far it could go, you know? Yep. It's trash. Hold it all in. And then I just 
But even, like, I just feel like I also never got, like, the recognition of the things that I have achieved that, like, my brother and sister got. Like, I got straight A's. Nobody cared. Like, I'd get my progress report in the mail. I'd open it and be like, oh, straight A's. I'll put this on the fridge. Nobody even acknowledged. Like, your sister would be over here and your brother would be over here and you'd be in the middle, like, jumping up and down. Yeah. But, like, you'd still be getting ignored. Is that how you feel? Yeah. That's how I imagine it. Like, the middle child syndrome just in general is, like, that picture. You know, Mm -hmm. like, that's not a saying for no reason. Right. It's for sure a real thing. Yeah. It's definitely And people who don't think it's real are either the oldest or the youngest. (laughs) No. Because my mom's like, my mom, because my mom's like, you don't have that. I treat you guys equally. And I said, you very clearly do not. But okay, but that's self-reflection. That's again your mom not wanting to take responsibility for. Well, but even my brother and sister say the same thing. They don't see it either, and I'm like, am I the only one in this house with eyes? I mean, think. I mean, not that you're in the wrong in this at all, but it's easier for somebody to say, "Oh, she's just being a brat," or "She just has an attitude," or "She's just trying to cause drama," and then mm-hmm. the middle child be the problem. Right. than it is to acknowledge that like you're babying this one more because they're growing up in a different era and your your experience is different now mm-hmm. or this one's your favorite because that it was your first and, it's and you learned how to be a mom through that one you know yeah. like it's easier to just say like oh, she's just throwing a fit she's just right dramatic. oh she's, she's dramatic yeah it's Versus a lot like to say that. maybe i'm actually not treating her the same yeah, or, like, I could be a little bit nicer. You know, like, it's easier just right. to point the blame than it is to, you know, accept that you have flaws and, like, shit yeah. your fault. <laughs> it's just simply fucking easier. Yeah, that's tough. Wild to have two grown women having two traumatic childhoods. Mm-hmm. In lesser, more words. But them being totally fucking opposite. Yeah. Like, I told my mom I loved her today. I told your mom I loved her today. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> my point. I told your sister I loved her today too. <laughs> exactly. I mean that okay, so that is something I am thankful for though. Is I feel like the timing that my mom had my sister when I was in my early teens, mm-hmm. it felt like the world was crumbling. Right. Because I didn't have 110 person and my mom's attention at all times yeah and like we had another worry you know it was just like another thing right and you're like oh Um, this wasn't here we could be doing all this other stuff right but now that my sister's older and like my sister's uh in high school and like i'm obviously 25 with a kid you know so like now that my mom is a mom of a minor a mom Mm -hmm. and i'm an adult and a grandma now i feel like it's helped her a lot kind of curve that curve she still obviously is who she is she still grew up how she grew up she still has her own childhood trauma she's still the lady that has caused trauma but she's also like coming the world me and my sister and my son are like helping her be able to like pass that and accept the flaws that she's had and like the trauma that she's caused with now love that she gives yeah, I mean, I feel like your mom, even just since I've known her, like, mm-hmm. on a personal level, because, like, I've known your mom, like, 
20 years basically mm-hmm. but like now since you and I got real close and I got to know your mom a lot more I do feel like from our first camping trip together to now your mom is a different person yeah like she's grown so much and I so wholeheartedly believe that that's because me and my sister are in two separate like just generations you know so mm-hmm. now the way she taught me doesn't work on the way that she's brought right. up my Your sister mo- she's had to change the way that she right we're a decade apart parenting. like the whole world is different right you now like my yeah like your high school what? right your high school experience versus your sister's high school experience are yeah two separate um, worlds. i have like a razor phone what and a razor scooter exactly like what is happening so I just feel like it's helped my mom just like really be present with Mm -hmm. the present like times so that she's not still stuck so far behind where we're forced to move without her Mm -hmm. like she is obviously not like where I'm at with parenting my son Mm -hmm. that's not how she parents my sister right but it's a hell of a lot closer than me you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So, like she's had that gap to like learn, and she's obviously she's growing every single day still. Oh, right. You know? And again, um, the but... world is changing, and the way you see things changes as you get older. Mm-hmm. But I'm so thankful for that now because my mom's relationship is so much better now that just we are where we are. We've been through mm-hmm. what we've been through. You know, like if I went, I walked up to her today, and I was like, you know, mom, back when I was 13, you know, this really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. this is something i'm like holding on to i can't get past da, 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 da. like she would be like obviously she would like sit there and like have to like let it sink in and like right. really take accountability even for herself because like it's mm-hmm. hard to fucking admit that right and it's hard to hear hard to somebody child, tell right? you you were a shitty mom for a while right so like obviously it's not the easiest fucking thing to hear or deal with you know right. if my son ever told me that i would be like devastated yeah like that's not a fucking good feeling you know no but i know that she would be there and she would be like she might be sobbing <laughs> but she would be like listening you know and right and she, she would be able to take that in and turn it into something positive versus where my mom's over here like like avoiding you're a fucking bitch like shut up i sacrificed my you life for you. you and i'm over here like bro i didn't have a mom for two and a half years what do you mean you were partying on the weekends. You were not a mom. That perspective that your mom still has drives me fucking nuts. It drives right. And it, the other thing is, is that because my because I basically raised my brother and sister for a year and a half, they didn't experience what I experienced during that time. Like you kind of like saved them from that. Right. Like, I took a lot on. Like, I cooked them dinner. I did their laundry. I made sure they went to school. Like, I was doing all this stuff so that they didn't have to. Like, you were momming? Right. So, their perspective on the situation is very different than mine. Like, they saw I mean, my sister was young. She was, like, six or seven. Oh, yeah. So, like, she doesn't really have, like, a... In her mind, she was like, she had to do whatever fuck I want. Like her recollection was like, I was a kid. Right. She was like, I was just hanging on my friends. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm over here, like, I'm trying to figure out where our dad's been for the last eight days and why we don't have any groceries in the house and what I'm going to try to make for dinner. Right. Like, what cans, what canned food can I put together to make a meal? Mm -hmm. And your brother's just wilding with whatever. 
Right, my brother's just running around the neighborhood with his friends, playing video games. My sister's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, when So. you take it on, like, no one is going to feel No. what you felt in that moment, you know? Right. And it's shitty that people aren't there to, like, listen, even. Yeah. Or even just acknowledge, yeah, you went through a lot more shit than we did. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, they won't even, like, No. entertain the No, topic, no, no. let I'm alone. just dramatic and I make shit up and Mm -hmm. I It's don't easier remember things to point correctly. the finger than... Yeah. I feel like that's where a lot of your resentment is, just in general. Like, your whole life is... Yeah, Because I just don't you've just get been the... told you're lying. Or... Right, I just don't get the acknowledgement and the appreciation that I feel like I deserve. You know, I, I put up with a lot of shit. I mean, And and I you did do. a lot of shit. And I could have went down a totally different path. And hypothetically, even if you didn't do any of that shit, the feeling that you felt like you had to nurture other children when you were the child, that alone, it doesn't matter what you physically did. If you felt that you had to be the nurturer or, like, the mom of kids when you were a child, Mm like, hmm Right. that alone is, like, you shouldn't be taking that on as a kid, you know? Yeah. So, like, that should just be It, like, destroys upheld. your perception of childhood. Well, yeah, because then you're you're worried about adult shit Right. when you're a child. Like, what? Yeah. Which That's I how... think is part of why I get so overwhelmed with feelings now. Is because what? It's because I felt like I had to take everybody's feelings. I had to, like, be there when my sister got scared of the dark. Like, I had you to... had to be, like, the rock Yeah. when Yeah. you were a kid? So now, I just feel like when things are not working out the way that I want them to, or if I'm getting frustrated with something, or if tasks are piling up, like, my emotions are just so overwhelmed because I had to suppress them for so long. And now you're still, like, fighting, like, now, right. like, the suppress release schedule that you should be on Yeah. to, like, neutralize. Right. Like, even our spring cleaning episode, <laughs> mm -hmm. where I was like, I want to get rid of half the things I own, but I don't have the energy to do it. Like, you can't, like, sit there and, like, like, do it yourself, like, keep yourself Right. within limits Yeah, it's a problem. to then accomplish it. I mean... I'm glad that, you know, you're, you've come to the point where you're taking, though no one around you is willing to, like, grow from it, you know, like, you've understood that, like, how much of an impact this has had on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And And... I feel like, I mean, obviously, because we're talking about it, it doesn't seem that way. But I feel like I have let go of a lot of things. Like, there was a lot of things that I used to fight tooth and nail with my mom about, about the two and a half years that she wasn't around. And now it's like, there's no point in me bringing this up, because it's not going to go anywhere, because she refuses to... acknowledge the truth she doesn't want to see it she doesn't want to believe it but she doesn't want to feel bad about herself which fine so i'm now to the point where like i have not i don't think i have fought with her about these situations in probably 10 years because it's just not worth my energy Mm hmm because mm -hmm. you put like obviously you put a lot into it's it not and it gonna affects a right lot it's of not you gonna change she's not gonna change so i mean i have to Not necessarily change who I am around her, but there's just things that I, you we just can't like pick discuss. your battles Yeah. I, I can see that. I mean, I'm glad that you have 
gotten to this point like just with your own like mental health and like true Mm -hmm. understanding of like your own trauma so that you guys can be civil and like still enjoy moments now though you guys aren't like on the best footing you guys could possibly be on you know maybe it's going to be in 10 more years you guys will have like a breakthrough you never know but right now you guys like you do have good moments still like you guys do yeah you are together a lot and all of it's not bad you know i mean it might be better if you guys weren't together so much we got two arguments today because she doesn't want to believe things that come out of my mouth and i was right about two things and she argued with me about them i feel like that's just your guys' dynamic though now like even seeing you guys in person like you are those two that will just go back and forth yeah what color is the sky go back and forth well it depends on we have to go to the store to get wrapping paper doesn't even leave to the store arguing (laughs) what are we having for dinner arguing uh no because i cook my own dinner you want me to order you some arguing Like, it's just, like, that's the relationship that you guys have created. Like, I don't know where I mean, this came from or where it started initially, so but y'all be arguing. A lot of it is, you know this about me, I like to be right about things. I don't know if y'all know this about her. It's not just me. <laughs> listen, every single person that listens to I, this Listen, I have a lot of useless facts in my head because I need to be right about a lot of things. Today, we were talking about this place that my brother's going to this weekend. And I was like, oh, it was designed after, built after this thing. And she's like, no, it's not. And I said, yes, it is. No, it's not. And I was like, this bitch is going to test me today. Pulled up my phone, went to the website, and I said, can you please read the first two sentences of the <laughs> About Us paragraph? Thank you. Thank you. And then I also had to pull up a Google map today to prove something else to her because she wanted to argue with me about where something was. You know where that stems from? <sighs> Wanting to be right. Just because she's wrong does not mean Most she's also going to die. I'm right. So but just tell me I'm right. Don't argue with came, me about it. Your needing to be right came from somewhere. You know where it came from? Your mom needing to be right. That's why she's arguing with you. Because you know when you tell me a fact, you know what I say? Oh shit, really? <laughs> You know who's not fighting you tooth and nail <laughs> to prove you wrong? <laughs> Me. Because if I'm curious, I'll Google it. I'm like, right. oh, I'll fact check that shit right now. You're like, I don't know about all that. And you check it, like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be like, absolutely fucking no, you're wrong. Like, but you know who will? People who need to be right. Right. Well, and not only that, even today, twice. And I go, so that's two times today I've proved myself. Do you want to continue to argue with me when I tell you I know I'm, when I know something? You don't know everything. See? 99% of the time, if it comes out of my mouth, because I know. That's why I always give a disclaimer. Every time I say something, I'm like, this may or may not be true, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like, this because... I don't know if this is right or not, and I said, I'll let you know if it's right or not. <laughs> this because... I'm the opposite of people like that. I mean, that's the only way this works. <laughs> it's because I mean, I'm listen, not... there has definitely been things where you have like texted something to me and I've gone, mm-hmm, I don't think so. And I've Googled it just to like make sure uh-huh. prior because I'm, I'm like, I know that's not right. But let me double check because I know she go fact check it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I always give a disclaimer because there's a lot of people like you guys. 
you and your mother it's a coping mechanism i wonder if that's why you guys fight is because even though you guys have your own perspective and live your own different lives i'm like sinking in this chair sorry y'all are like the same person (laughs) do you not remember after we moved out of the townhouse you came over here because i wasn't talking to you very much for a couple days yes and we walked the dog up the driveway and i just cried the whole time because i felt like i was turning into my mom I didn't until right now, but yes. I stopped walking on my street. <laughs> Mom, and you're like, no, you're not. I would never let you turn into your mom <laughs> with peace and love to your mom. Just like I hope you would never oh, let me never turn ever. into my mom with never peace ever. and love to my mom. Um But you could definitely you definitely have like traits of your mom. Just like I have traits of my mom, you know. Yeah, but they are our mothers they are moms they did birth us they did which this is the other thing too is that my mom likes to remind me that she gave birth to me with no pain medication so it's your fault well i'm just like a pain in her ass since day one i mean okay i but in my defense i was i was itty bitty and she was only in labor for 45 minutes, so it couldn't have been that bad. It was real fast. And she can't really remember pain. She just she knows said. it hurt. I mean, yeah. And also, not my fault, my dad's fault, because he wouldn't take her to the hospital when she said, we need to go. And he said, no, let's drop Tyson off at my parents' house and let me sit there and talk for three hours. So, not my fault at all. I waited as long as I could. Definitely not your fault, because you definitely didn't have a choice. <laughs> if your mother's <laughs> body was exiting you... Not your fault. That's my eviction notice. You got like, to like you had a choice. You're like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with her right now. Here's the thing: the fact that her body said this baby's got to go, and it's got to happen now. <laughs> She's got to get fault. out. <laughs> so, like biologically, we just don't get along. I mean, you guys do get along though. After I mean, I feel like it's bullshit. I feel like again, it's because we both just sweep the big stuff under the rug. Yeah, but how, honestly, like, how is your, like, day-to-day? I feel like you, um, you talk to your mom quite frequently I mean, now. I work with my mom. Right. But, like, I very rarely come home and talk to her. I mean, okay. You unless work- it's about something that happened at work after she left. I feel like I would never talk to my mom if we worked together. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, I try not to. Yeah, I like we take our breaks together and we don't really speak. Okay, we're just in the break room together. Realistically, though, what do you have to talk about every single day, every waking moment, every single day? You think the the whole time at my mom's house, every second I'm speaking? Well, this is the other thing: is like I will have something to say and I will say it, and she'll sit there in silence. I'm gonna go. Okay, never mind. She go. What'd you say? Nothing. Don't worry about it. What? Oh, shit. It happened the other day at lunch. And one of the guys that was in the break room, I was like, hey, mom. Okay, never mind. And he just starts laughing. Was she, like, reading something on her phone or something? Yeah. But, like, you can't just stop reading about some trash news real quick and go, what? I'm reading. Can you wait? Just 
not like what do you want and I nothing I want nothing (laughs) I feel like you guys have like a stereotypical mother-daughter relationship like the ones you see on shitty tv yeah it's tough I mean those tv shows were designed from something yeah of my life yeah Oh god. Is it Oh, uh, that's too funny. And I know those people that have worse relationships with their mothers. Like I know that. But like there's just something about my mom that just like eats at me. I honestly think that it's because you guys are so similar and you guys have so much baggage on both ends. Like on your side you have so much unresolved like wish she would talk about, wish you guys mm-hmm. could get over together. And on her end, I feel she has the same, like, this is the daughter that's exactly like me. Like, we butt heads all the time. We, like, get into little, like, bickering and arguments. And you've been the one that's been around the most. Yeah. Like, just in the living situation. Right. And then, like, your trauma being brought up to her that she's, like, deflecting. She holds, like, you attacking her as baggage on her side too yeah i mean she has said a hundred times why well, just think you hate me and i'm like i don't hate you i definitely like have my issues with you but you're still my mother it's like, the exact process of like i'm a shitty human you spend you could spend hours and hours and hours talking about very like precisely what affected you and how it affected you and what the picture looked like and how it feels and this that and the third Mm-hmm. she's still gonna interpret it as oh i'm just a shitty person right she hates me i'm just a terrible fucking human yeah yeah she hates me it's not gonna be like oh my daughter's really fucking hurting and like right you and know, maybe i be... caused some of that yeah it's like still the wrong process it's me. well i did the best i could so deal with it versus i know i didn't do the best i should have yeah so know? i think it's both having so much baggage because of the same issue Mm -hmm. just having so much weight so you guys like are fine and you guys have good moments right but when you both look at like the overall it's like (laughs) yeah i mean i definitely feel like a lot of our relationship is very surface surface level Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of things about my life that she doesn't have a clue about i mean and that she i can secondly hand agree with that whereas i feel like your mom knows every detail of everything she does know a lot like your mom tells me stuff and i'm like you guys didn't tell me that or she i feel like me the whole story i guess <laughs> <laughs> i do feel like my mom knows a lot but i feel like that's now that came after a lot of like yeah. lying i mean yeah because i wasn't comfortable or our relationship just wasn't there at the time right. it came like the lying started shit when i was like middle school yeah. You know, where I just wasn't comfortable. I wasn't able to open up or feel like I could talk about it or whatever the case hmm. was. I just wasn't there mentally. Right. And it took quite a few years. I mean, there's still tons of things my mom doesn't know or she doesn't know the full story or yeah, she knows bits and pieces. Of and I think another whatever, difference but... is that is I feel like your mom wants to know what's going on in your life yeah. where my mom's this whole, like... And my mom's this whole, like, well, I won't ask you what's happening because I don't want to know. Like, the whole, quote, unquote, don't ask, don't tell. Because, like, even in high school, she was like, well, if you go to a party, I don't want to hear about it. So I won't ask you if you're going to a party, so don't tell me about a party. Where's the point of that? 
I feel like if that if that's the mentality, then she is living a separate life from you. A hundred percent. That makes sense. A hundred percent. Because my mom gets mad when I don't post stuff or I don't tell her stuff. No. She, she's like, "Excuse me." Your mom gets mad at me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Mom, my mom is I like. I know. I don't post on like my Snapchat very often anymore because like none of my friends have none of my like actual <laughs> friends have Snapchat anymore. It's all just like a bunch of strangers and like your mom. Uh-huh. So like if I post something randomly, she'll be like, uh, "It's about time." Sorry, <laughs> that's too funny. I mean, there was a time where me and you both were so actively on Snapchat mm-hmm. that she watched everything we were doing, what we ate for dinner, what we had for lunch, what we, we had. We were those people that were posting like we were wearing, right? What? Like forty-five snaps a day. Yeah, so she yeah. was like there, and she was like single-handedly like you know at the very top when it has like the bars, and they like it smaller the more you have, or for like little tiny dots. You're like to get through it. Ah, what a time! Now that now since I've been, I would say the last like seven years of my life, I've been more open with my mom and just being like honest and more true to myself. I guess when it comes to just being like this is the this is cheyenne and i can't right. lie you, my i can't lie my way what out you of see this is what you get kind of yeah and like my life's all over you know and i can't throw i'm not gonna throw my relationship away with my mom with hiding something from her that she may or may not like like if she doesn't right. like it she'll bring it to my attention but at this point i'm an adult she's an adult if i do mm-hmm. something she doesn't like she's gonna be like was that a, how'd that make you how was it right <laughs> you know like she's gonna be like uh but she's still just gonna say did you have a good time or whatever you know she's mm, hit me with that mm. right. <laughs> but she's not gonna be like says, i'm over here like if i told my mom all of the things that i have been through in the last like 10 years of my life i think she would have a stroke to be honest i don't think she'd believe you i don't know like if i think if i that... told her all of the things that have happened to me in the last 10 years i think she would just be like who are you? I feel like if she even listened to some of these episodes. That's true, because I have discussed a lot of things on here. Yeah. I feel she like also just, she... this is the thing too, is that like, she's also not like a big supporter of this podcast. And that really hurts my feelings. Like, she just is like, well, it's not going to go anywhere. You're not, it's not going to be a career. It's not going to be this big thing. And I'm like, it might. It's only going to be as big as we allow it to be and how right. much work we put in. Like, I get excited when I'm like, oh, we have 2,000 listeners. And she's your like, mom's that's it. Also, not a dreamer, though. That's true. There's a reason your mom's in the situation she's in. Yep. It's because she doesn't want to do better. She doesn't want to be better. She doesn't want right. to achieve more. Yeah. She's content. Where I'm over here starting this company with you working because on a you're second the opposite. thing like yeah you right. want to do better you want to do more you want to yeah. be something be somebody I also just for yourself feel like if i'm not overwhelmed with work i feel like i'm just like wasting my life away i hate that i also feel the same way and this is why god. i'm starting a second one go god. <laughs> this one's not enough <laughs> i hate that about myself that I base my my just worth as a human walking on this earth on work. how busy I am and yeah. how much work, how much shit I have on my plate. Like if it's not overflowing on just another fucking place. Right. If on you're the not buffet. overwhelmed with work, if you have like 45 minutes to just sit down and have nothing to do, I start to panic that I forgot something. My goodness. I'm over here nowadays. I'm in like 45 minute increments and I'm like, this is sickening. This is actually fucking t- I feel like if I can go to bed at a decent time without having like 
my laptop, my iPad, my phone, and my notepad all surrounding me on the bed. I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing something right. Like, what have I had? What have I done all day? <laughs> right. And like, you know, those TikToks that are like, what's something that's like, feels illegal, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I clock out on time, I feel like I'm disappointing my entire company. Like the business is going to fail because of you. Right. Like on Thursdays, when I have to leave on time on Thursdays, I feel like everybody's just like, oh, this fucking bitch is leaving. Are you kidding me? And they're like, wow, way to like not help your team out versus like the 10 hours a day I work every other day of the week. In my mind, when I'm like, okay, guys, I got to go. They're like, this fucking lazy bitch. Like, They're like, absolutely not. She's worst fucking work in this place right yeah which again is another toxic train of mine (laughs) (laughs) that's for a different episode Uh, well this was a good therapy session for me i'm glad we were able to do it (laughs) not at all what this episode was supposed to be (laughs) why does this happen because you and i have a lot of things to say about a lot of things which is why we have a podcast but why is it that very often this turns into an intervention for you (laughs) this spring cleaning is it me am i the problem (laughs) you're right okay goodness i swear listen if you're the problem of your friend group please find me on instagram let's be friends (laughs) if you're the one together that has to wholeheartedly hang on to that friend reach out to me you're the one throwing out life vests for the titanic you're yeah. you're, fans, friends. If you're throwing the life vest off like i don't need this shit you're i need you friends. to type in at tara nicole right now or <laughs> at shysta 25 right now. oh, oh shit why do i feel like there's more of me in the world than there are of you i can second that I can see the, the way the world's going. Ugh. Okay, that was a lot for me. I need to decompress. I feel like I need to decompress for the bulk. <laughs> so, uh, is there a receptionist that I can like validate my parking and make my <laughs> payment and schedule another therapy? <laughs> can we change the name of this podcast to Terragosa Therapy? <laughs> <laughs> and it could, and then like co-hosts will be like Cheyenne, the therapist that's not a therapist. Right, the not the doctor. Yeah, I don't get paid for shit. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I have my HSA card now, so I should start. I'm gonna put like a Craigslist post up, and yes, on Craigslist because I don't know where the fuck else you would hear about this. But of a therapist who's not a therapist, I'll talk through your problems it. with you, right, without it. a license, right. You know, like, I feel like I'm like you could do it. Post it on your TikTok. If somebody DM me your problems, and I will talk you through them. But if it's a big life decision, Cheyenne doesn't have an answer for you. <laughs> I can make other people's decisions, and you know I can talk this... through them with theirs. Well, I guess okay. Out. If Cheyenne has a big life decision to make, she'll like put her two options in a hat and pick one out. If she has to pick what vegetable to go with dinner, she'll stress out for a month and a half about it, <laughs> about whether or not she made the right choice. On Tuesday to have carrots instead of potatoes. <laughs> Is that my reply? Yeah. That like tiny decisive or too decisive? Like tiny decisions you stress about. The big ones you just like, whatever happens, 
I think it's because the big ones I'm anticipating be a shit show. So I'm like, fuck it, you know? I mean, even I'm like, like, there's a 50-50 chance it's going to get fucked up. So let's go. But with little vegetables, I'm like, I should be able to do this. So I just like start, I just have a breakdown. Like I should be able to pick I mean, a I remember the day you came home from your job and said, I ain't got a job no more, but like, I ain't going to worry about it. And I said, what? You said, yeah, they let, yeah, I'm not going back to work to take my nails off and I ain't taking them off. So I guess I'll just hang out. I, because I don't fear, I don't fear consequence and like you're, natural you're like, consequence Shit, do i want pepsi or coke let me stress out about this for 45 minutes at the drive-thru yeah and i'm confident when i decide to quit a place i'm confident i'm quitting i'm moving on to the next best thing that is the best choice for me at that moment and then whatever happens happens like and when see, I, I feel decision, like and i feel like you make those decisions in a split second like it's not something you think about for like a couple of weeks no it's just like, like on, on your drive you're like nah this ain't it you turned now this is like people more... will be like i don't know like let me weigh the pros and cons and you're over here like peas or carrots peas or carrots peas or carrots let me write out a list of pros and cons of peas and carrots <laughs> let me do some research let me figure out oh uh, i don't know what what made me this way yeah i have no I idea i don't know but you've been like this for a very long time forever i have no problem making more like, decisions there's things where like you'll have this big like fork in the road in your life and you're just like eh, i'll just see where the wind blows me and i'm like who are you i think that's exactly why i have little inconveniences wreck my whole entire existence that's why spilt I mean, milk is like what makes me cry break down it. yeah <laughs> yeah like of all things to make me cry and like have a breakdown it's like spilt something like spilled milk yeah but heaven forbid you versus could, like, like my apartment my job, I could crash right. my car, I could have like 10 things in a row fail. And I'm like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You're like, it together. Whatever. We'll just, you know, we'll just like live in a cardboard box for a while. It's not a big deal. Summer's yeah. coming up. It'll be great. I'll just get a lot of sunscreen. It's fine. It's a glass half full always, unless the glass is half full enough because I spilled it. Heaven forbid. <laughs> unless they actually knocked it over, then we're going to fight. <laughs> Uh, okay, I can't with this anymore. I'm exhausted. I'm gonna go to bed. Okay. Okay. Okay, right, y'all. Bye. Bye.